What 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 is going on, everyone? This is Sean Dell, and you listen to me making myself laugh podcast. Today is Saturday, good weather, sunny, twenty ninth August, twenty twenty, and、uh, in Melbourne we are having double digit numbers of new cases. Isn't it good? Pretty pretty good. We're getting better, getting better now. Back to normal, even though you know there probably will be no normals, but、uh, we still have two weeks for this six weeks fourth stage lockdown. Sick of this. I mean, I know everybody is, and it's a good sign. The God sent a message. By give you a good weather that、uh, it's getting good, but it is true. Every time it's good weather, is it God send you a good message about good thing will happen? There's no no nothing explained in Bible that、uh, there's a good weather and good thing will happen. Maybe it's a sign of God send you that,、uh, folks. Enjoy this good weather, because there's a huge storm is coming. Good weather means, uh, you know, sort of、uh, last supper for a、uh, death penalty. Like every death penalty、uh, prisoner or criminal, when they have a good meal, you think they'll think, oh, we're having good meal, good weather. Maybe they will not. Inject the, the lethal liquid into my body that make me out of breath forever in the last five minutes. Maybe good weather is like the last supper <laughs> that God sent us. Like, oh,、uh, this this is your this is、uh, my God voice. This is your last good weather, and、uh, we are send some. Uh, water storm, earthquake, climate change, the storm of outer space. What's the name of it? Astronaut, asteroid, uh, and a space storm. You know, you know what I mean. Space object, hard thing, hit the Earth. Made the dinosaurs died out. Nothing. I don't. I don't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> okay, what is happening now? First for for this podcast,、uh, I don't know. Since I changed this cover, I gain some audience for some reason. I don't know. I don't like this cover at all. Not at all. Like it a little bit, but I mean, I paid thirty bucks to find some design designer in Africa to design my cover, and this is the thing that he sent to me. I thought thirty bucks is a big bucks in Africa. I think the guy is in Nigeria. Maybe he can use thirty、uh, bucks to buy some good stuff.、Um, I know meal, meat, some food they like to eat, rice, bread, noodles. I know, but I think he would pay, you know, put some efforts on this cover. But apparently he. Didn't. It's really a cheap one. 
cover, pretty bad, 30 bucks. I just, I, I searched this, here's the thing. I searched this thing, like uh, podcast cover design on the internet, Fiera, it's a, a freelance website to help you to design the cover. And I find the first page, loved good stars, good design. So I send my ugly mug to him, ask him to help me to design it. I said, I'll oh, just make it look funny, you know, no, no big deal. Put my face on the cover. So he sent me this back. And I, I thought, well, you know, it's, it's kind of ugly. Can you redesign it? It's not good. So he sent me back, changed the background. And I still think, can you put some efforts on it? It's, it's really bad. Then he sent me back and there's a slightly improvement. And, and I just asked my friend, dude, a lot of my friends is, do you like this? And they said, nah, it's, it's 30 bucks, this is what you got. Some, some say this, some said, dude, that's a, you can find a better, but 30 bucks, this is what you got. So I just accept the result and give him two stars <laughs> and and he just uh, uh rate me back five stars i'm like what you know it's like complicated you ever have this feeling when you give other people uh one or two stars you really feel bad you know it's like a upset of caring you feel bad because you think you uh hurt people's feelings something like that but for Karen, Karen never gives a shit. Even the best service, Karen just get Karen just not happy. Enough of Karen. Oh, um, anyway, I will spend more bucks on this next time. Uh, Thirty bucks is apparently not enough, but it's in Australia standard. I still don't know the Nigerian standard for thirty bucks. Is it a lot? Uh, I don't know. Just use it. Probably half years when I have more audience, so change it. Anyways, the the photo of mine is looks ugly though. It's quarantine. I haven't had a haircut for so long. I have a bad shirt. I don't want to spend a lot of money on this, but I think it did draw some attention of some people because this cover. I think that's how it's important to have a face on the cover to draw attention whether it's ugly or beautiful photoshopped or animated faces it's all about attention so it is what it is you know okay sean if you're not aware of self-conscious about that you don't have to spend so much time talking about it okay i know it i'm just think it's a bad picture okay okay Move to next topic, the book, humanity, no, humankind. Uh, I have, I have, I've been keep reading this, and uh, I, now I have a bad, a little bit bad reviewing about this book. Is this chapter? It's talk everywhere around the world that children's freedom is being limited. 
And the author trying to say that there are some places that、uh, children's freedom is actually、uh, sort of given more freedom, so they can develop themselves, become whatever they want, learn skills, social skill, and then that.、Uh, you know, my my problem is it is it me or or just. This academia or people in in university or anywhere they they are obsessed with making our kids to play more and more and more. In other words, they this seems they don't like that the parents arrange a lot of things for their kids, like、uh, go to maybe piano lessons. Uh, football clubs learn the skills, and they think、uh, we should make the kids play more because we born to play with other kids and such. I'm kind of like I don't understand because it is, is it the joy of being parents is to force your kids to do. They whatever they don't want to do, because <laughs> when they grow up, there's no way you can no longer force them to do things. That these kids is the only time you can force others to do things that against their will. <laughs> My kids don't like to play piano. I can still force him or her. And nobody would say a thing, because they the freedom is I I give them the freedom. That seems that the only joy for me to force your kids to do whatever they want or they don't want in the name of for their better life in the future. I don't want to watch them having fun and playing all the time, because you know you got suffer a little bit. You know that's what you learn from kids. Because as a maybe as a parents, me as a parents, I I mean I still allow them to play, but you know if they just playing all the time, it's you know the fun is just gonna decrease. You have to make them force them to do things that they don't like. Then they will enjoy the time when they really have time to play. You know what I mean? It's like you, if you sm smoke pot <laughs> all the time, it's not fun. It's not boring. It's you just enjoy it less and less because your body get used to it. However, if you have been having a really hard day work, and you get back home, and you smoke a pot, dude, you know that feeling. That feels good. So that's my way to enjoy my kids. It's foursome to go to piano lessons, and when they get back, give them a pot to smoke. <laughs> I don't want to smoke pot. Smoke the pot. You will learn it in your college. Then you will become a pot expert. 
Daddy, I just wanna eat cake! I don't wanna smoke pot! Smoke pot! Shut up! Smoke pot! I'm I'm teaching you social skills in college. If you can't smoke pot, you can't make friends in college. So that's my philosophy to uh, educate kids. You don't have to smoke pot, really. Exaggerating. Make cakes, maybe. Give them uh, video games to play. Maybe that's more appropriate. Force them to go to some piano lessons, uh, basketball lessons, soccer lessons, dance lessons, and uh, reward them with the thing they like. Download TikTok to them. Teach them dance, you know. What else? Really nothing happened. Just work from home. You know, I was reading this news and it's it apparently uh, that this pandemic is impacting the uh, cre- creativity of a lot of uh, great comedians. Jim Gaffigan, this and that. Because people can't just stay at home. They can't hang out with friends. They can't experience these different things. The result is that this sort of creative gene that in in our brain is it, it cannot be active activated just had a sip of water the water tastes weird because this water system in melbourne got some problems um did you receive that message uh you have to boil the water and now the water tastes like water with other bacteria, dead body, or I don't know, things in the water. What's usually in the water? Bacteria, uh, viruses. Is there viruses in the water? Let's get cute, right? Mechanicus, of course. HO2, you know, water. You know, if you taste a weirdness of water, it means you... Sorry, that's my Lamborghini. I mean, if you taste weirdness of water, it means you can still taste things, which means you are probably free from COVID-19. That's a good sign. You know what's funny? It's my co-worker. She sent a message in the group chat. She said, oh my God, I don't, I'm, I'm afraid to drink this water because I'm afraid of get infected. And I send a message back. This is <laughs> get infected by the drinking water from the um, government sewage system. It's a plot in Batman. You guys remember this one? Batman, I think the Joker put some poison in the sewage system and uh, the whole city became crazy or something. Is anyone create anything about this uh, conspiracy theory about this water? Maybe the government put some uh, thing, micro robot in the water and you have to drink it. When you drink it, this, this robot just came into your blood and control your mind. Isn't, isn't it a 
better system to control people, like anti-vacciner, and now it's anti-government water. You know, because you can you can totally refuse to not get vaccine, but there's no one, no one can refuse to drink the government water or commercial water. It's a better system to control the people. Am I right? Okay, let's move to another、uh, section. Your advice has a loophole. Okay, so、uh, this story is from Reddit. The title is "Divorce or Compromise Got Pressure into Getting Married." The relationship is toxic, and I can be myself. Right. So, hi, I, twenty-four years old female, got married last year to a man I barely knew and didn't love. It was an arranged marriage. Wow, and I was emotionally pressured into it. The reason I couldn't say no was partially because I was made to feel that since I didn't have anyone else in my life, I shouldn't let this chance slide. The guy is eight years older and financially much more well off than me and my family. Now, I'm extremely miserable. The relationship is toxic and borderline abusive. He's dismissive of everything I think, pursue, want, and so on. He wants me to become someone he was made up in his mind. I don't think I have enough autonomy. That has made me dis despise him. I don't even feel like making small talk with him. Even spending a minute with him feels like hard labor. Sometimes I question: Am I the evil person? I feel guilty about not loving him. What? About something, I feel like maybe that's what causing him to treat me the way he does. Like I'm responsible for making him frustrated. Everyone else, he's an angel. <laughs> he is deeply respectful with everyone and very courteous. I find everything he does very performative. So my question is to people who'd been in similar situation, or know someone who's been. If you made it on the other side, what's been your experience? What would you tell yourself in the past? The people I've spoken to in person tell me that since I'm already in it, why leave? Especially because divorce is a huge taboo in our society. Okay, so this is from some someone out、uh, Western society, I guess. So say how will I find someone else, and how will I know they'll be better? <laughs> Why not work on this relationship instead? They think there's hope, but mostly they think I shouldn't give away the financial stability and high status in society that comes with this marriage. Plus, the divorce will make me about my family outcast in a way because the guy's family is highly respected and regarded in our circle. I want to know what your honest opinions advice on this. Additional detail: I am a college graduate and I recently find work. It will be enough to keep my afloat in life. Okay, 
So apparently this guy, oh no, this girl is from uh, as a culture out of uh, Watson society. I can't wait to review this advices from a girl or guy who is out of the society and give irresponsible advices. Let's do this. First one. Divorce and ditch everyone who pressured you into marrying someone you didn't want to marry. You have one life. Don't waste it on someone who feels like hard labor being around. Well, the loophole in this is,、uh, what if she has two lives? You know, you have two lives.、Uh, you just marry this guy for this one life. Get some、uh, money, enough money or whatever, and、uh, then the next life you can、uh, marry someone else you like. Next advice is that I would get an implant or IUD to prevent yourself from getting pregnant. Well, you decided what to do. You are young and you have an income, so I would not continue your mistake of marrying him any longer. Divorce him and support yourself. If your next marriage is a love marriage, the man is not going to hold this mistake marriage against you. Okay, so I just watched、uh, a lot of the suggestions, and、uh, apparently, most of these people just say this: just divorce and just leave him. Um.、Uh, Ah、uh, no! This really, this loophole is really big. I just can't even make things. I mean, this girl, he, she just probably described the situation in maybe a thousand, less than a thousand words. It is not really point out any really problems in this relationship. But most people just jump into this advice and suggest her to leave. I mean, I just gain more respect to、uh, marriage cancel now because you really, really, whether it's your friend or your or some guy, a random guy on the internet, they just give random. Irresponsible advices. I mean, there's really a lot of loopholes here. Yes, it's a twenty-four. It's still a young age. It's really kind of hard to marry a guy who is thirty-two. But thirty-two is not old. I mean, I know there's a huge gap between these two two ages. I just don't know. I just I just feel what's really working out in this thing. I'm just giving up. Sorry, this is not funny. Just, I just feel it's it's the funny part is that apparently this this girl is from a out of Western society and folks who give the advices apparently it's from Western society and they have no idea what other cultures looks like, and they just jump in and advise her. Divorce, divorce, because it's really a huge problem in some other cultures. If you divorced, 
I mean, you probably you suffer right now in this marriage. You just feel labor, and with this guy, just don't just no fun or this and that. But what if you divorced and there will be more social pressure from the society? I'm not really not sure, man. I really don't know which society society she is. If she can really get out of this situation, because you know you have to admit, in some some people are born in their circle. They can't get out of a circle in their in their life. You know, there's no way to escape. It's tragedy. The whole life they get into this life, maybe some small town, um, very traditional, bad values. It's just sad. Okay, folks, this is a podcast. Um, start very high, but ended very low. I promise you, next time, I'll pick some advice that's probably not this depressed. I hope you find it funny. I will see you next week.